Yo, what's up? This is Zach Farage, also known as Versace, and you're listening to the Thousand Story Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's just when I hear your voice like that, I'm just... It's not funny. <laughs> it's like you're a different person. <laughs> Legitimately. Oh, man. You got a, you got a James L... James Earl Jonesy vibe. Uh-huh. No, just in that one, not in real life. Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. Thanks. What is up? Welcome to the Thousand Story Podcast. We are your hosts, Najee and Luis. And uh, we're and up. Zach. We, yep, Zach's back too. <laughs> this guy. I'm also here. Yo. What's well, poppin', Zach? You know, round of applause for him again. Again. He deserves yo, it. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? I'm if you back remember Zach. Better than ever. Yeah. So we thought we'd bring him back uh, just to be a guest host yeah, and kind of weigh in on some topics that we wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, cover and you just observe and get wait, some wait. opinions on. We got to mm. say, Zach, a.k.a. Versace. Zach Farage, a.k.a. AKA Versace. Ha. <laughs> Damn, that was that was Damn. double. Yeah, that's just crazy. That was it. so fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, no. <laughs> just just a reminder, Zach, we brought back on, or we brought on for the first time uh, in a previous episode when we described some of his story uh, and his background. Um, just so, and if you want to go check that out, that is somewhere in the links below, or you know, just go back in the list of the podcast and click on that episode. Anywho, so what are we talking about today, yeah. Louise? Uh, all right. So today, the reason we brought Zach in is because um, he's a businessman's. He is a businessman's. And being a musician <laughs> these days, you got to be sort of a businessman's. You do have to be sort of a businessman's. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, I don't know. We, we got a lot of different uh, topics to run through today. Um, my first question, though, I do want to start with this because I forgot to ask last time and it's really important. So, okay. not only um, are you a musical artist, right? And that's that's one facet of business that you're into. But I yeah, also I so. know it was one of my favorite uh, business ideas that I think um, I've ever heard of. But you're really into um, cleaning chairs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! How did that come about? <laughs> Like chairs, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude, that is never going to leave me. I swear to God, this is like a legacy. This is I. Okay, so I'll give a little bit of backstory here. So I on my Instagram, I posted some stories back in the summer because uh, I was bored, and my dad was like, Zach, we have to. She cleaned these chairs. <laughs> and I was like, uh, oh my God, I am not going to survive this. And uh, basically, I had to lather oil all over chairs. And then I had to like dry them and stuff. And I had to put <laughs> coats, several coats. So I freaking was just like dying. And I was like, I need my phone. I need entertainment. And then I just like would film, I'd film myself talking about these chairs you know i just with such passion and and i went way too far and people believed me oh yeah (laughs) that happened 
Dude, that was fucked. That was kind of too much. That was that was uh that's when I knew that I I messed up. But but uh, I um yeah, no, that was I posted way too many stories about about me cleaning chairs and how I felt and my my connection. <laughs> it was like a it was like a part of my life that everybody knows. So um so that's the professional that. so, chair yeah. cleaner. But it did yeah, it did me, really man. it did I mean it kind of went viral. Like it kind of went like I mean with amongst amongst your fan base I feel like there was yeah, just yeah. so many people talking yeah. about you in these chairs like it was it was kind of the crazy. edits the people people made like visual edits of like me in like chairs and like love me in like love with chairs and like people would like message me be like so like are you gonna quit music like some people would be like take you think i'm legitimately serious some people weren't even joking they're like are you serious when you said you weren't gonna do music and you're gonna do chairs <laughs> i was like oh, oh man oh my god but but yeah, no, it definitely was was a big thing between yeah. my followers. So I feel funny. like that that sort of stuff kind of happens to you like quite a bit. Like I remember <clears throat> also <laughs> the whole TikTok bullshit Dude, that oh, happened. Yeah. Like where like yeah. your music was was on TikTok, but it was uploaded by somebody else. Yeah. So you're you weren't even tagged in it at all. Like nobody even know knew whose song it was, and it just Dude, was blowing yeah. up like on that app. Well, like, dude, it happened again. It what? literally is happening right now. My song is crazy. a viral is in viral. It's like literally viral on TikTok with all these videos, and I'm still not even credited. But luckily, luckily, I can tell that people are like shazamming that because oh. I looked up Spotify and yeah. my song. That song, the streams are going like way up, and it hasn't even been playlisted. Like it's just naturally going <laughs> up because. And I look at the playlist, and it's just like songs from TikTok, <laughs> like. On, on, <laughs> <laughs> like, like Spotify. Wow. Really good song for edit. Like stuff like that. <laughs> That's crazy. And and, and it's oh funny. Yeah. So so you know, go, going back and revisiting here, we were actually gonna be talking about metadata and um, how it kind of affects artists' business, yeah. like that whole thing. So yeah, that's why, why we wanted to pull you into the conversation. Um, so for the yeah. people listening, uh, basically, um, TikTok is this app. It's a, it's a, it's a mobile app that, uh, you know, a bunch of preteens yeah. and teens have been taking Storm. It's basically it used like to Vine. be, it used to be Musical.ly. Yeah, it used to be Musical.ly, yeah. formerly Musical.ly, um, taken over. It was owned by a Chinese company who then changed it into TikTok. It was still owned by them, but they changed the name to TikTok, um, kind of True. become the Vine 2.0. Yeah. Um, but as a result, yes. uh, basically, because they are owned outside of the states, not not just outside of the states, but in Asia, um, they have a very different, I, I guess, copyright. Not it, it's not that it's legal; it's just that because they're so far detached from our system for copyright and and our kind of musical metadata and 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 logging in content ID systems, that they've pretty mm-hmm. much just let people have free reign with the uploads that go onto their. Um, See, that's the thing that I don't understand, though, because if it's something that was created in another country, right, shouldn't it fall under the the that jurisdiction, the jurisdiction of, the, it of that country, right? Like, I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. but sure. I guess it's just a lot harder for that to happen. I'm not sure of yeah. all the specifics, but basically, um, you know, with TikTok, for example, you're allowed to either choose from a pool of songs that are, are uploaded through regular di- distributors. Right. So, for example, right. if you know Rihanna puts up a song. 
um, that goes through Universal and that distribution um, allows it to be recognized in like, you know, choose a song on your Instagram story feed. You know, Facebook has taken that metadata and, and embedded it into the system because they own Instagram. Um, or like yeah. if it's on YouTube, right. Rihanna, um, you know, like Universal flags any videos with Rihanna's song in it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's because they've embedded it into their system, content ID on the YouTube side. Yep. Um, but on TikTok, that system isn't in place. So people can literally just upload freaking any, wild west yeah, anything literally any song that is pre-recorded or pre-owned even though you can choose the same song from their servers and, you know from the pool of selection that they have you can still upload the same exact song and rename it um and alter the metadata however oh you my want God. and as a result you know so they're using other people's song and other people's content as their own and then redirecting people in the titles for example it'll say like you know go to or youtube by this user or you yeah. know like follow yeah. us at blah yeah. blah blah blah, blah. What were they oh named that in, in your instance? Do you, did you see that at all? Because I, I feel like they were like they were like freaking original audio by <laughs> Alyssa. <laughs> by Alyssa. <laughs> it's like, bruh, bruh, you didn't do any of that audio, you know, at all. <laughs> like, and, and it's I, really problematic though because like you yeah. know the, the way that yeah. TikTok worked even further like never mind just being able to upload your own content but you know they kind of wanted to play on the virality of things so whenever you would um, find a cool you know musically or musically video thing that yeah. popped off you could always see what song was who's playing like, yeah, you know, like who, who's who's the the artist was yeah. Yeah. who the artist was so when you then clicked on the, the artist and it showed you know the original song by Alyssa it would also give you the option to make a vine or, or make, make another music musically with that same song that same version of that song yeah. not just the same song and it so, would just be like a stream of videos uh, continually just the exact same name the, the original the, audio by upload. Alyssa and it's problematic exactly. because there was nothing flagging it nothing logging it and there's no means of reporting that either Yeah, except yeah. you know emailing them and just you know praying that somebody <laughs> responds yeah. no for real and dude honestly there's like um, it's it's actually really bad for really small artists because they literally can't do anything like i feel like there's the smaller artist you are the 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 harder it is to get a grasp of that because people are just gonna see that title and they're gonna no one people might not even shazam it people are just gonna not know what that song is and it's gonna be nearly impossible to find it unless that song is extremely popular already you know it's like (laughs) right Like do you how feel, the hell are you gonna find it? Do you feel like it's it's been hurting though? I mean, like uh, I know it's For going me, viral. It's, yeah. it's not. It's not been. It definitely hasn't been hurting me as much as it's probably hurt some other musicians. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's ways that I could be taking advantage of it more, and I could be gaining from it more 100%. if my name was literally on the app. <laughs> yeah. if it, if it was actually credited. Yeah, no, that would yeah. be nice. That would be a, a good thing. <laughs> do you feel like definitely. to circumvent that whole? situation you should make your own tiktok and upload <laughs> oh, yeah. your own songs you just went zero to a hundred like <laughs> i'm just saying man they stole my song i'm gonna make a whole ass platform like, yeah just like make, just create just like, your own fucking platform and it's just you cleaning chairs with your fucking music yeah and it, it'll say it'll say original audio by zach and it really will be it and truly it, will be it truly will be Oh my god! I mean, no. we have the technically you could. I mean, nobody's gonna stop you from doing it. Yeah, but yeah, and know, then that way yeah. you have at least have control of the upload. But I mean, I I feel like if you told your fans to like share your shit on TikTok, 
if they have it. If there's, they have it. There's literally a guy that literally he messaged me and he was just like, I kind of use your song and made of TikTok and it went viral. And he's like, laugh face emoji. And he's like, <laughs> and then he's like, what's your TikTok? <laughs> like, bruh, first of all, I don't have TikTok. It's like, <laughs> second of all, credit me, man. Don't, why does it say original, original audio? It sounds so cheesed, like so mad about it, but it's just because of I've it's been happening so much. It's just after a while, you're just like, mm-hmm. I can't be chill about this. <laughs> no, I feel you. It, it, it's really percent. Not only, you know, it's not just happening on TikTok, that's just one thing, but it's actually happening oh, yeah. everywhere. The all same over, yeah. platforms that we put our main music on, yeah. so like on Spotify, on Apple Music, you'll literally have like people who upload other people's con- or up- people's albums but like pitch it down or like slowly slow, oh, slightly dude, alter it and- if you want to know what happened today oh, what happened what okay this is actually probably probably one of the craziest things that happened to me uh in terms of stealing music but uh dude literally i checked my spotify for artists right. which is an app so you can see your stats and i uh saw my song i have a song called no more mm-hmm. and i went to check to see the stats it was gone. My my the song wasn't even on my statistics thing. It was gone. So I was like, "What is what's going on here?" So I go on to the profile section oh, and I shit. see it's featured on my profile. So I click it and it says zero streams. And I'm like, zero. What? What? This doesn't have zero. This has like three million streams. Hold so on. like I click the the more information and I see a different album art when I click it. It says it says there's no stats wait a day to see your your uh your streams and i was like what the hell so this guy messages me after so today i check and i see this guy's like this song showed up in my discover weekly and it's literally your song but it has a different it's released by a different artist so i Yo. checked it out and dude my streams literally transferred onto this guy's account what like, wow. from that song that song literally said three million something, and it was on this dude's account. So uh, I was like, "What the?" I was, and I was on the bus too. So I like was like, "What am I gonna freaking do?" Like I just opened up and I opened up uh, Safari and I looked up like procedure to, to claim copyright and I yeah, yeah, did the, yeah. this form for Spotify and then I I sent a message to Spotify for artists and hopefully it's gonna get sorted. But the fact that it even happened is just like. Man, what I d- the hell? How does I mean like how how can they allow that to happen? Like it's already it's like, attached to there's you. clearly a problem. Like it's there's so it's there's too much room for um stuff like that to happen yeah. because of their their method. Like because I remember um, even thing, like I was yeah. I think I was looking at at your your account Naji, but there was like another Naji. Yeah, it was like music was on your account. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. Was like yeah, but I'm like oh yeah. I, I just don't understand it's how they can differentiate you know, that. There's there's a lot of reliance on tech with these new tech companies, yeah. which it makes sense, you know. But because of that, they've placed a lot of automation in there in lieu of an actual person. I mean, granted, yeah. which makes sense. Have, they I have, mean, yeah, you know, just to make the process easier. Totally yeah. get that. But the problem is, is that when you need an actual person to respond, you know, every second somebody is waiting to get a response is another second that they're losing revenue because say for example you know your song you know three million streams plus and you don't get a response for a week and your song is popping off right now there you in order to get the the lost revenue back from that other person hound them down potentially sue them and the the fees that would be incurred just from that whole process 
is costing it, it, it's it, the the costs are astronomical you know it's it's literally directly harming artists ability to actually gain income or like not just to gain income yeah. but it's affecting their income i, I mean like w- yeah. what would that actually happen though like because the the song transferred over so now in his account he has the, the you know no more with with three million lessons mm-hmm. I, yeah the, the so money's not transferring over to him the and pro- he's yeah it is, though. it's it's just it's no honestly it's the i think that it's because i released with a distributor right and right. the the distributor has all the information like the isrc code right to uh to, to release it with and right. the thing is that i think that I don't know how he could have gotten that, but I feel like that's the only way he could have done that. But the things, the things that my song was still on Spotify, right? And it still had the same amount of streams. It's just that there was another. The song was also uploaded on this other guy's Spotify, and it had the same same amount of streams, and it had a different artwork. But it was that's crazy. It literally this. It must have been the same song, like the same code. So it's like <laughs> he's def. I don't think he's getting the money. Because I released it with uh, DistroKid, right, 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 and and they collect all the money from Spotify. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. So right. I don't think that the money is going to go to him. But still, if there's a representation, there's like a uh, the fact that it's on his profile. It's at the top of his feed. Like all of his songs have like a thousand plays, less than a thousand plays, and then you just see this one that's like three million. So right, it's yeah. just like. But even so, yeah, even the- if even if it is uploaded through DistroKid, the the risk is that if he did, for example, have your ISRC and he uploaded that yeah. through another distribution service, then both of them technically would be collecting on it, which is problematic. Because, for example, exactly. if somebody yeah. releases an album, right, right, then they, you know, that that album's officially released through their distribution. But say that album or a song off that album gets picked up by a movie. Okay, now cool, that song's on that movie's compilation album, right. but that's through a different distributor, and it's still the same version of the song. So then they use the same isrc because you can only use the same isrc mm. for the same version of a track right, right. um ah. you know, if it's remastered if it's altered then you need a new isrc that's just the, the common practice in this realm um but oh, I if, see. if I the case so if that's the case if he literally just copied your yeah. isrc and moved it to another distributor then he's literally directly stealing so revenue. Both, that's, yeah both distributors that's terrifying are, which are is why it's like that. yeah. that's so problematic and youtube had that issue as well where they were false or people were falsely flagging songs that other people oh, own yes, like yeah. there was somebody who copyrighted literal hums like like the 60 hertz hum from like a like a power line um and they they copyrighted that like you know so like a random what? upload from them because you know somebody else had a song or had a hum in their, one of their videos which had nothing to do with music at all it was oh. it, the monetization went from that video over to the original well, quote unquote original owner who copyrighted 60 hertz hum sounds and basically disabled them from gaining any monetization from their own content that's insane oh my God, you know dude. and that's really that's problematic a huge you know? <laughs> problem that's incredibly yeah. problematic and you know we, and you know so what's the solution there it's like you know yes we reach out and we try and, you know, shame these big companies for, like, not paying attention or not being on it quick enough. You know, you, if you look on Twitter, you can see people are like, yo, we're pissed. Fix yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. But the problem is that they're just yeah. not listening quick enough. Or if they are listening, they're not implementing fast enough. Like, they're not making it um, enough. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's a hard thing to implement because, like, when you're... I mean, it I, is, but at the same time, if you're literally... If your source of income is telling you we need this thing fixed because we need our income, they have... The, you know, they could literally just pull. You're, you're literally 
taking your number one source of income, the company, for right. example, is taking their number one source of income, the artists, and shoving their priorities to the side, which is not a good look for any business. Like, if you want to keep our business, keep us happy. Like, it's just yeah. kind of yeah, common yeah, yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to it's hard to comment because it's like there's so much that goes into those those help centers and like support right. centers for all these and like there's it's, it's like almost seems like it's impossible to accommodate all of these artists even mm-hmm. though that is what they're promised right like that's True. the like it's it's like they need more more staff it's like you need more (laughs) real people you need more real people to be like to look at that like not a computer to look at this this information and be like bleep bloop i see nothing wrong and they need like a person to be like yo someone's messed up (laughs) remember that artist versace (laughs) i was telling you about somebody just uploaded his track yeah like what the fuck this shit's fucked up delete this dude's account A whole department's like, oh snap! Oh, yeah. Yeah. Damn, that's it's the like idea. In the back, he's like, he's like, again. He's like, yeah, we gotta do this shit now, man. Like, we need people. We, it's like, yeah. it's a joke, but like yeah. on the real, like we do need like. You need that. It's really Definitely. weird to me because I, I feel like in certain areas, like the like the rules need to be looser, and then in other areas, right. it needs to be like way, way like more microscopic. I guess hmm. you know what yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, how, yeah, give us. I mean, because because when you were talking about the hum, like that's just some bullshit. That is some that's bullshit. some bullshit. That's the like yes, you uploaded a fucking hum. Stupid. Like that's nothing. Like, like no. it's not musical. It's just that. a thing. So I, the allowed. fact that it's in somebody else's like like that's just. I don't know. That shit doesn't make any it's like sense. You're to me. talking, and he's just like, "Did you just hit sixty hertz?" <laughs> he's like, and then he's like in the middle of a conversation, and the guy's like, "What? What? What did you say?" He's like, "I you believe just, you. You just stole from me." <laughs> you, you, Shut this podcast down. <laughs> Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm suing you. Thirty cents. Like, I detected uh, 60 hertz noise at this timestamp, this timestamp, this timestamp. <laughs> He's like writing in a notebook. <laughs> he sues you. He's like, one of your harmonics in your voice <laughs> hit 60 in hertz court? consistently for seven minutes. <laughs> Where's my check? You know? <laughs> oh, but it's like, that's ridiculous. That is crazy. I've never heard of that ever. That's crazy. Yeah, no. But I, I wonder what the solution will be, though. I mean, obviously, yes, more people, but like for situations like where how do we define what can be be solved yeah what can be copyrighted like if we can really start copywriting 60 hertz sounds see that's the type of like i feel like you shouldn't be able to copyright copyright (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't be able to copyright no you shouldn't be able to copyright some some like dumb bullshit like I, i i feel like there needs to be a rule it has to be like creative Content like like See, real, that's so subjective though. It is subjective, but yeah, I feel like they I feel need like to... the hum was copyrighted in like it wasn't. It couldn't have been recent. It had to be yeah. like way in the past. Yeah, it was. It something. was definitely way in the past. It was like an upload from like 2012 or something like that. Yeah, but they true, they're just true. they're just ca- that's still check close. From it. That's not even that long ago. It's that's still even. ridiculous. That's that's like, I, I was mean, thinking like sixties or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, yes, the, like, internet, yeah, the internet um, of the sixties. Like oh, yo, if we had the foresight, if they had the foresight back then to yeah. say, you know what? I don't know why it is, I don't know what it is, but I feel like we should there's gonna be this entity thing. It's, it's called YouTube. I that's what I that's what it is in my head. Bear with me. It's like Bandersnatch. <laughs> you know. But we should just 
protect it. I like we just gotta put some shit in the Library of Congress. Yeah. Just hear me out. It's gonna be a sixty hertz. I, so, like you okay. know the the plugs. We gotta protect that. I, I don't know why. Though. I got it though. I got it. I mean, like, what if what if in order for it to be considered a creative piece of content, it has to have more than like a certain amount of elements. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. like, and by I mean, elements, I mean like somebody could play a recorder, and as long as it has like more than like three notes. But see, at the same time, that wouldn't like, for example, what about uh, like sounds albums, like rain sounds? Like, if that's literally only on for what about our fa- fart sounds? <laughs> our <Damn>. fart, anything. <laughs> but see, that has more than one element, though. Rain? I mean, yeah, it's just noise. It has more than one one element. It's it's literally just noise. I mean, it's variations in noise, but right? it's essentially just noise. But you can still copyright that. That's some yeah. bullshit. And like, we need I'm, people, I, man. Even when I was, yeah, we do need people. That's the <laughs> thing. We need people. <laughs> we don't need we don't need Wally. That's who we don't need. Oh god. Anyhow, fucking Eve. I feel like that's, so, I feel like he's at the top of the queue. Yeah. <laughs> For anybody who's listening, you know, let us know. What do you think? Should we? How do we solve this? What, what, what are your thoughts on the whole just situation at hand? How would you? What kind of creative solutions would you come up with? Um, help us. You know, help help us figure out. Help us out. figure this out. Uh, but other yeah. than that, what was the other topic that we wanted to talk about? Um, oh, oh. So we were talking about. Um, so you you live in Canada. You yep. are in Toronto, Ontario, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Toronto. Um, so we have recently discovered uh, through a good friend of ours, Jimmy V, who was oh, also yes. on the podcast last year. Yes, uh, season one. Go check that out. Jimmy from the um, six. Jimmy from the six. Uh, he <laughs> put us on to the concept of Canadian grants that are readily available for ah uh, yes. Um, you know, for for artists, creators in general. Um, you know, have you utilized any of those or seen any of those or tried? I I haven't. I actually haven't done that yet, but. I know a, a, lot, a lot of people that actually definitely indulge in that, and it's it's a great resource that Canada offers because like they're always they're always looking to support Canadian talent because you yeah. know you gotta. Mm. I know that I think that they actually have a a rule that twenty percent of all content on radio has to be Canadian. Oh, I don't, wow. that percentage wow. could be the the percentage could be a little bit off, but I I heard it was something like that, and they uh, they definitely have to keep that up. So they try to support with uh, grants and the only thing is that you have to fill out a lot of forms and it can be tedious but I'm sure they the people that take the time to yeah. fill those out like the fact that they even want to do that shows that they're probably willing to, they're probably like it makes sense for them to get a grant but um, I mean but yeah. like I feel like those forms are wouldn't be that bad once you get cut like a $10,000 check or $20,000 exactly. and they're just like exactly. hey uh, go do your artwork now like, you <laughs> yeah. know, like we gave you just twenty k. Just go do your art. Uh, that doesn't do your that, art. that doesn't yourself. happen in the states. Like, I mean, yes, there are there are grants available for, for film specifically for films the, for in, sure. Like especially in Georgia, like there's a huge oh, yeah. film industry in Georgia. Yeah. But like Savannah is like oh, one yeah. of the biggest film in general locations. Like, period. Yeah. Just you know, but also there's a huge uh, film industry in Toronto too. That's why you have yes. a lot of and incentives yep. for that. Tiff, we got Tiff. 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 Yeah. yeah. What, so what is Tiff? What is Tiff? Is it specifically just for film, or is it for? It's uh, Toronto International Film Festival. Festival. Film Festival. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Film Festival. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I honestly, I haven't gone. I literally went. I think I went one time forever mm-hmm. ago, but I need to go back because I've I've totally slept on that. Like that's it's a it's a thing that happens every year. So. 
going to do that this yeah. year. I mean, I like, feel, we were there when it was happening once. And I feel like, we? yeah, we were there. Huh. I remember seeing TIFF like everywhere. It was just advertised. Do you think that everywhere. the people, like like any of the, the like of the people in the TIFF festival, or I guess TIFF, yeah. <laughs> what would be, what do you think the percentage of uh, artists or creators in there would be utilizing one of the grants? Like, do, do, is oh, it so? Man. I, oh, I feel like if, sure. if Toronto's doing it for musical artists like that, they're, they're, definitely doing it for film like more so I've- i think it's a creative it's just creative things in general or it, it must be arts the arts yeah the arts huh. i'd say probably 70 yeah. percent, man I don't, i'm living in the states and i'm saying that I but i feel like 70 percent of those filmmakers are utilizing grants but i i just for me i well, my question is, is why don't more artists know about it like right off the bat like i mean yeah, yeah you know about it zach but like like yeah is it is it because it's like harder to kind of like apply for it or like what what is prevented you from being like instantly like oh it's just common sense i'll apply for this get the funding for oh this, for um, well i mean the thing is that i haven't really needed anything that needed funding like mm. that was the <laughs> like that was that was the main thing that i haven't really needed i guess right. because i i've only start. i'm living with my parents right, right. so like there's that and I haven't made any music videos and I haven't had it planned plan to in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like I didn't really think about it. And also I found out about the grants just a year ago. Like oh, I, someone had to oh. tell me, like I went to a meeting with these uh, this management team and they, they actually mentioned it. And I was just like, uh, what? Like <laughs> this, I yeah. had no idea. <laughs> yeah, Come again? Yeah. Pause. You said what? But, Free um, monies? What? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's something I'm I'm 100% looking into now yeah. because it's it's like why not? There's and I I could use it because yeah. I want to up my production quality and like there's so many hmm. things that I can use it for with uh, for my music. Right? Did they say like I, I don't the management group? You don't have yeah. to name them, but like did they say that there were any like requirements uh, from you? I like, think like you have to have a I certain think that amount there is, of. Like yeah, listens I think or followers is, or something like that. Um, you have to. You definitely have to have some like a credibility, mm-hmm. the credibility to, like you just have to be. It makes have to make sense, right? Um, I think that I know that there's people that have no uh, like recognition online mm-hmm. that are just Canadian artists that are that want to do music, and I think that I know that there's there's those people who have definitely gotten grants before it though. Mm-hmm. So it's it's. Huh. Uh, I haven't since I haven't applied for it. I um I can't really comment on what it what the requirements are, but I know that I, th- I actually have a friend that's in a, in the in the in like the music industry that is that actually applied for it. He got a grant, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. So it's definitely it's it's common thing that a common yeah. thing that keeps going down, and it's worth it. Yeah, I would think so. Because I mean, we know that money. Drake, Drake, uses that. <laughs> Drake, Daniel Caesar, Daniel Caesar, oh, I'm a sure. bunch of people. Yeah, use it. I like. I, I, yeah, I, like for touring, not. definitely is a huge <laughs> oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait, so like, oh. what are the typical? I guess wh- I wonder what the typical amounts would be for like, you know, like like what the max would be. Like, how many times do you think artists can like utilize something like that? Because like within a year, well, it's it's probably just dependent on the grant. Because like you're probably getting multiple grants at a time. For a specific yeah. project, because you're utilizing different resources. I mean, we can only speculate. I'm gonna I mean, look this also, up. Yeah, we should we should look it up. You know why yeah. not? But, I feel like I want to know that because it's just like I, I feel like the the amounts definitely vary. 
but since they're yeah. since Drake uses it, <laughs> Daniel Caesar is like those those definitely. I can imagine it goes up there. Yeah, I guess so. So for anybody who is curious, um, if you want to take advantage of some of the Canadian grants available, some of the companies that we've seen or heard of would be, you know, I guess TIFF, uh, Factor, um, Ontario Out Arts Council, Toronto Arts Council, who else? Prism. Yes. Art Reach. Uh, who else is there? Do we, do we have anybody else? I only know a factor. You guys know more than me. <laughs> <laughs> You're not even from Canada. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. We but t- Tiff wouldn't be one of them, though. Oh, what would that Because be? that's just the film festival. Oh, right. Okay. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah so that's just that. Word. That's okay. Not, yeah. But yeah, so yeah. if you guys ever are curious about, you know, finding out about more of these grants and taking advantage of them, they are readily available. So yeah. um, I'll try and leave, we'll try and leave some links in the. In the description for you know if anybody's listening on youtube um for you to find it you know find more information about uh these things because they this seems like really money. important and incredibly beneficial resources for so you can artists. oh yeah you can actually apply an unlimited amount of time unlimited amount of time because it resets every year that's dope so we just oh, found that from our damn. official source jimmy v our official jimmy toronto v. source jimmy v shout out to jimmy v jimmy v our official Toronto <laughs> stars. I love it. You know, but uh, yes. not you, Zach. Not you. Not you, yeah, at you all. know what? Soon I will be credible. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang in there. Uh, but I, I think that's all for this episode. Um, you know, just wanted to cover, just review, just to kind of summarize. So we were talking about, you know, content ID metadata and how it really directly affects artists and what we can do about it. Just kind of our, our opinions on it. And, yes. uh, you know, grants. grants in Canada. And grants in Canada. Like, we're so grants. close and we can't so, touch them because we're not Canadian. I feel like, oh man, it's like a cookie in a cookie jar. It, it, really, it really is, is. for we're, us at least. way too close. I, I wish grants were more available here. But if you're in Canada... Go get that shit. Like, yeah. If you're listening sure. to this podcast get and that you cookie. get a grant, please send us some money. money. <laughs> send, if you get a grant, send us some cookies. If you, yeah, if you yes. listen to this episode and you live in Canada and you get a grant, just remember us and send remember us, cookies. us in the U.S. <laughs> And the, remember us, the U.S. Uh, us, oh, us. Man. <laughs> oh man! Well, Zach, this thank you again for prime. joining us for yeah. this episode. It has been a pleasure just chatting with Yo, you. Thank getting you your for having me. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been. You guys are great. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> Super fun. Uh, so, Louise, what, is, what what can we find or expect next episode? Shit, man! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking Got ready him. for this. Yeah. All right, so next episode, we're going to be talking about your cat's eating habits and how to get them to stop meowing. Meow, no. That is the tea. (laughs) 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 Meow, (laughs) no. Oh, I just heard a meow. There you go. You just got to gnaw him every time. Nah. But if you guys have any other burning questions, advice, or you just want to comment on what we just talked about today, you know, leave a comment below. And yes. we're on YouTube. Um, but if you're not on YouTube, any of the other streaming services for podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, et cetera, et cetera. Shoot us a message. Shoot us a message at thousandstory underscore on Twitter or Instagram. Um, or, you know, go to the site, thousandstory.co slash podcast and leave us something there. Um, Where can we find you, Zach? Yeah. You can find me on Instagram at Versace Main, V E R Z A C H E M A N E. 
<laughs> Sorry. I did it again. I didn't get the Z. Anyways. <laughs> it's Z- I'm Canadian, okay? I say Z sometimes. Did you fine. say Canadian A? Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> no. I said okay. Okay, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll, if I stay here, if you stay in Canada too long, you develop the A, though. You do develop the A. I did it. A? I was there for like a week. Sorry. And like, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Ollie. <laughs> you, got, you just went British. <laughs> Sorry. What's the difference? Sorry. What's, what's the difference? <laughs> Oh I'm kidding, gosh. I'm kidding, I'm playing, I'm playing. Anyhow, All right, and your, been... and your Twitter, your Twitter though. <laughs> oh yeah, and my Twitter is uh, at V-E-R-Z-A-C-H-E. Hey. I always nail the Twitter one. Perfect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you, bro. It's been yeah, a pleasure. Man, thank a pleasure. you all for listening, and yes. we shall see you next oh, episode. Oh. You can find me at El Pontillo, E-L-P-O-N-T-I. LLO on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find myself, Mr. Nashi Boy, at M R N A J I B O Y on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, this has been the Thousand Story Podcast, and we will see you next time, ladies, yes. gents, peace and Peace and love. Peace, love, and hear Greece. Bye. Ciao. Bye. For now.